You are now listening to Way of Broadway. It's finale time. Finale. It's finale the finale. The definition of finale is to have finality. Really? We're going to have some finality here today did you prepare ha- that no okay um off so, the dome uh, off the dome and that'll be a lot of today's podcast questions. yes did you like have did you is that is that truly the the definition no okay i mean t- in conclusion did you lie to these people is that what we're saying we're starting off this week with lies yeah yeah i'm db cooper <laughs> <laughs> um have you ever been disappointed by like a season finale of a show yes what show so there's a show called Glades. Glades. And I have a particular like penchant. I think that's a, the correct like term I'm using it for. Like I don't I don't know if that's the correct use of that word penchant, but I'm gonna act like it is. Okay. For like kind of shitty cop comedy dramas. Okay. <laughs> on like it's got to be like on TNT or A and E. This one was on A and E. It was about a cop. That uh, came from Chicago down to the Glades, like Miami region, and uh, kind of came out. He was an outcast, like he he never wore his uniform and like all this stuff. And then uh, people kind of started to he started solving crimes, and everybody was happy. And then the season finale, uh, it was his wedding to the girl that he'd been chasing the whole series. It's like two seasons, maybe maybe three. Okay. It might be three. And so the the season finale, this turned out to be the series finale, is him being shot in the in the kitchen, and then he just like falls down to the floor. And that's credits, it? and that's how the show ends. Whoa, that's awful. So yes, I have been disappointed by a season finale. <laughs> the bar is so much lower than I thought it'd be. This is going to be great. This is going to yeah. be a great f- finale because it's an episode that people have been asking for for a very long time. What was last season's finale? What was uh, Songs, Songs of, of a New, New World, World okay. which was a little out there. Yeah. So we're. I'm still a big fan of that uh, Mrs. Claus song. I feel like it's very underrated. Yeah, where I like people to mis- listen. Where yeah. people should listen to that musical for that song. Um, I'll give you stars in the moon and a shining star and a wah-wah hoagie. <laughs> <laughs> if you want to hear Daniel cover Stars in the Moon, uh, Patreon. We'll set that up. Yes. Um, let us know. Um, but so, very exciting finale. Um, it is a show that admittedly, I do not know. Okay, so we're both kind of in the boat. We are in this, I, I, of course I know what show we're doing, but we're kind of in the same boat and I was, when I was making a script mm-hmm. earlier today, I stopped making a script because okay. I was reading this, I'm like, I think it's better perceived in written form as blow by blow okay because i as i was reading i'm like mm, oh okay yeah let's do it so yep. it's gonna be very i think you might actually be on the money this week because it's out there enough that and that this might connect with yeah. you i also want to apologize last week because the person that i said i don't care if i if you don't like it that i guess early that's not very kind i thought about that a lot this week so i'm apologizing to whoever that is who do you know what the name of the person is do we want to? I I the the names have been changed to protect the innocent. <laughs> okay, well I'm sorry. Uh, that was rude. There's no such thing as a victimless <laughs> victimless crime, Daniel. 
I just listened to a podcast about the uh, Lake Erie Pizza Bob. It's where like this guy. Like, I don't know. <gasps> oh, I know about this. Yeah, it's pretty wild. You, everyone, check that out. Yeah. Um, and speaking of things you should check out, um, a previous episode to, in this season, you should check it out because yeah. next week we yeah. are doing a block party. A block party. Is it block party? No, it's a, a seasoned rap party. Oh, rap party. Yeah, we're, so next week we're doing a rap party. And we're going through all the shows that, that we did this season. We're yeah, going to just talk em. about them. And we're going to say what we liked, what we didn't yeah. like. Um, what Which ones we would listen again to. And we'll see where if me and Daniel will agree on, on any yeah. of those shows. We'll also answer your questions. And I know last week I said I probably wouldn't put up the questions, but I did. So if you go to our any of our social medias, if you click on our link tree, I think it's the first thing. It's a Google form. You can type the question. You can put who it's for. And if you want a shout out, you can put your name. So, um, so yes, be on the lookout for the watch party. We will post details all over social media. We're also going to release like a, a f- two or three minute episode with details of it. So be on the lookout for that. It probably I don't know exactly what it'll be because we're still like hammering things down, but but yeah, tune in. It's easy. It's on YouTube. We had a blast yeah. last time. So yeah, so be looking out for like dates and times and all that good stuff. But here's what we do on on the show. We talk about what this show is. This is Way Off Broadway. Yes. My name is Christian. I'm Daniel, and this is still a comfy podcast because not only is Christian in an IKEA Poong chair, but I too am also in an IKEA Poong chair. And what are we doing in, in these chairs today, Daniel? Well, I'm rocking right now. That's the good thing about We're going to listen to a, a musical that Daniel has never heard, that Christian has never heard. This is a rare episode. You've never heard this at all? Select songs. Okay. Um, definitely not start to finish. Okay. Um, but where Daniel does not know this show, he does not know the plot, we're going to listen song by song, give thoughts per song, and kind of figure out what we think this show is about. It's a different episode this week than normal. Yeah. Um, but... To its core, it's what does Daniel think this musical is about? And then we, at the very end, we'll see how way off Broadway he was. Yeah. Back to the, the Ikea Poong chair and why it's so great. You did a great job, by the way, Christian. I don't want to discredit it, but I do feel like people need to know. And you, you don't have to buy it on Ikea. Both of these chairs that we're sitting in, we got on Facebook Marketplace for about 40 bucks. Facebook each. Marketplace, underrated uh, feature of Facebook, probably yeah. my favorite feature of Facebook. Yeah. Check it out. There's some good stuff in yep. your community. I swear, <laughs> I would die on that hill. Christian's over here like, yeah, Facebook Marketplace, <laughs> sponsor us. <laughs> Please. Uh, but Meta. yeah, it's nice because they're comfy, they're, they look cool, and you can rock in them. They're rock- and they have like a stylish yeah. like aesthetic to it that... That yeah. makes it seem like, ooh, this was an intentional when really yeah. we just went on marketplace. Well, I've I've I feel like like the type of person that only gets the same breed of dog. But like I've I kinda only go after IKEA Poong chairs now. I got my first one accidentally. I just found it and then I was like, Oh, this is great. So this is my like this is some people like talking about mustangs, like, yeah, this is the third IKEA Poong chair I've owned. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah i mean it's it's yeah. a weird thing to say That's, but we're on the finale uh you're this so is let's the, hear from from the from the the i i the ikea of of the theater world we're gonna hear yeah. from joel um because he he is the top he is the peak he, he is all that stuff and he's gonna give us some knowledge yeah on on this week's episode so set the scene daniel okay let's show up to 
It's a cold, maybe not cold, but it's a rainy day. A good old London town. Joe's walking. He's got, he's got plaid pants on. Plaid pants. Very fashionable. Yes. He's killing it. He's got a brown uh, kind of corduroy professor's jacket on. He's got a, a hat that not only has a front, but it also has a back. And he is smoking from a pipe. Is is my dad Sherlock Holmes? Yes, your dad is Sherlock Holmes this week. And he is going to solve the mystery of what are we talking about this week on Way Off Broadway. So, let's be the Watson to your dad's Sherlock. And let's play this man in. Who is our dramaturg? His name is Joel Rainey. We're ready to hear him do explaining. He is so smart and we're grateful to have him. Listen to this if you want to learn facts. Yeah, he's our local dramaturg. And we're so happy that we have him on the podcast recording. All right, well, here we are with another week. I never thought I would live to see the day that we would be listening to cats. Cats, that's right. Okay, Cats. It is a musical that is sung through, is composed by Andrew Lloyd Webber, based on the 1939 poetry collection of Old Possum's Book of Practical Cats by T.S. Eliot. This tells the story of a big tribe of cats known as the Jellicles, and the night they make the Jellicle choice by deciding which cat will ascend to the heaviside layer and come back to a new life. All right, now, um, interesting thing about this, uh, Cats actually opened to positive reviews in uh, at the New London Theater in the West End in 1981. And then when it came to the United States, it had mixed reviews at the Winter Garden Theater in 1982, the Winter Garden Theater, where um, we just had Music Man, okay? But it did win numerous awards, including Best Musical, uh, both the Laurence Olivier Award, which is the one for the West End, and the Tony Award, which is for Broadway, okay? Despite its unusual premise uh, and all that, it turned out to be an unprecedented commercial success with a worldwide gross at this point of $3.5 billion, or at least it had done that by 2012, okay? As of 2022, Catch remains the fifth longest-running Broadway show and the seventh longest-running West End show. Uh, the interesting thing about it, when uh, Andrew Lloyd Webber presented it to Hal Prince, Hal Prince was trying to find, you know, was, does this cat represent this famous person or this monarch or whatever, and... Andrew Lloyd had to just say, Hal, it's cats. It's about cats, all right? Um, and as it worked out, Hal Prince did not direct it. It was directed by Trevor Nunn. Uh, but the London production did run for 21 years and 8,949 performances, while the Broadway production ran for 18 years, 7,485 performances, making Cats the longest-running musical in both theater districts for a number of years. Uh, it has since been revived in the West End twice. 
And on Broadway once. Uh, now, Andrew Lloyd Webber wrote Cats. I believe this is the first Andrew Lloyd Webber that we've had on here, I believe. Previously, he had collaborated with Tim Rice, writing things like Jesus Christ Superstar and Evita. Uh, but Cats was written music and lyrics by him. And he went on to write, you know, a thousand other things, including Phantom. All right. And Phantom, as you may or may not know, just closed on Broadway. So this is the first time since the 80s that Andrew Lloyd Webber does not have a single show running on Broadway. Okay. Now, for our gem, as you may or may not know, this week I am actually in London. I am in what's called the West End. So why not use the West End for our gem? The West End in London is a mainstream professional theater district, okay? Uh, it is sort of the Broadway of London, okay? Now, along with New York City's Broadway theaters, the West End is usually considered to represent the highest level of commercial theaters uh, in the English-speaking world, okay? You see many famous screen actors, Broadway actors, all that will appear in the West End, all right? There are a total of 39 theaters in the West End. This, these include the Theater Royal, Drury Lane. Uh, Drury Lane actually opened in May of 1663, the oldest theater in London. There's the Savoy, which is uh, sort of a showcase for um, popular things. A lot of things played there. Uh, much of Gilbert and Sullivan stuff played there. It uh, was entirely lit by electricity in 1881. Okay, now the similarities we have to um, Broadway is uh, it has a TKTS there. Okay, so you can just like our TKTS in New York, you can go up and hopefully you can get half price tickets for what it is that you want to see. Okay, um, I'm anxious to see what we get to see. We have like one or two days here while um, we can see. Maybe I'm hoping we get to see there's an immersive version of Cabaret that's running, and there's also an immersive um, Guys and Dolls. So we'll see how, how all that works out. Um, the interesting thing about theater in Great Britain is the critics do not have as much control. Okay, so that has allowed things in London to, to last a bit longer. What makes them do well is word of mouth. When Les Miserables opened in England, it did not get good reviews, but it had great word of mouth, and there were lines around the corner the week after it opened, okay? Uh, that's an interesting thing to sort of, sort of realize. I've gotten to see a, a number of great things there, uh, Spamalot and Porgy and Bess and things like that. Um, a number of years ago, saw Equus there. Daniel Radcliffe was in that and saw Christian Slater and One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest and all that. It's uh, If you're ever going to be across the pond and be in London, take, you know, take advantage of that and go to the West End. And uh, they have some beautiful theaters there, but they are always... Um, doing some great things. If you go on to the Playbill website, it, it has listings for tickets. It will have Broadway, Off-Broadway, Regional, and London. So take advantage of that. Our gem for the week. And then next week, I'll be back in the States. So enjoy as much as you possibly can this week's entry, Cats. Bloody hell, Joel! Thank you! That, that, that was actually... 
really good, and I really do appreciate that. He's finding the time to yeah. do all this. I love the way that the London air is is making your voice sound. It's cool. so much better than the Canadian air is doing for us. Yeah. Uh, oh yeah. The, talk about Canada, really, <laughs> really. <laughs> Can we take a minute to talk about how Canada made a big oops? <laughs> you know, I've been saying for year for years. I've been saying Canada is up to no good. Yeah. And and this morning I woke up and. My nightmare came true. Yeah. It's very upsetting. For those who don't know, there's uh, wildfires in Canada. So, D's and P's. So, so, uh, so, are you ready to get your Broadway on? I am so ready to get my Broadway on. All right. Don't say never did anything for you. Why would I say that? Kind of sounds like Into the Woods, but creepy. Like into the woods to get some hay. So I'm feeling like this is like a Disney movie where like where somebody's sneaking around. I'm in like a house of mirrors and like no matter where I turn I'm trapped it almost sounds kind of Wizard of Ozzy uh, I don't like this yeah we're gonna stop this for you guys but we're gonna keep listening because that's how the show works that gave me the ick the ooky spooky wookies yeah, I'm, I'm not a big fan of it Um, very spooky it's giving me fun house like State fair, funhouse vibes. Ooh, we don't like, like fun houses. But like after like hours, no, I don't either. Like, like the ones with all the mirrors, and, and it's like this per- person has only eaten buffalo since the age of two. Uh, you lost me on the buffalo. Really? Yeah. <laughs> I think we don't Got, walk in similar circles. I hope that everybody else uh, gets that. Um, speaking sake. of carnivals, I don't like it when. When you walk by like uh, a stand and they look at you and like you're six foot one and this exact weight and I'm like, but that's the thing I'm insecure about. Well, they, you got to pay them to do that. Oh, though. I, that's why they will they never just volunteer see a for you. They're just they, like, they hey. will never <laughs> see a nickel. Here's a free sample. <laughs> they will never see a nickel from me yeah. because what they do is very mean. Okay. Yeah. You ever been at like the world's smallest horse or like the like Spider Girl things? Yeah, or like the too. or like the tallest lady. Yeah, and it's like it's all a scam. How do they do it? Well, it's it's like a is like it like spider all lady mirrors and stuff. Sometimes it's like like it's optical illusions and stuff like that. But yeah, state fair is fun for the food, but the carnival side for for those who aren't local to our immediate North Carolina. I think it's probably explain pretty... what a state fair is to like our friends in in the UK. Okay, I was like, oh, every state every state has a fair, but then I remember we have just like Joel. Uh, we have listeners overseas, all over the world. A state fair is where every single person in your state goes in one place, like this big field where there are like scary, not well put together roller coasters. Uh, the best food that you could probably yeah, ever have. Basically, like, everything is fried. There's like a building with like 
cows and pigs and stuff. There's like people that try to like <laughs> I <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know if this is a strictly American thing, but like they're over here like this is the biggest sweet potato in the state. Like they have competitions to see who could grow the biggest fruit. Um I worked at the state fair for like two weeks once. It was it was really a weekend. Yeah. Um and they put me in this <laughs> they, they they put me in this like um rv thing with this other guy yeah um just cutting onions and we were told to hide if the health inspector came by <laughs> it was very shady yeah, um that's and probably not the first time that somebody's like been in making something in an rv and they've had to hide with authorities <laughs> come by it's just onions i swear <laughs> um but state fairs are wacky yeah. very fun very family oriented um and th- they are a good time if you want to spend a lot of money very quickly. This is probably very specific, but I, re- I remember, like, being at school when the state fair would happen, and you would always know because, like, there's always this, like, one thing at the state fair where, like, all the kids bought. And one year it was a pacifier that what? lit up. It was, like, a clear pacifier that lit up. And, like, you could tell the kids that went to the state fair because they had, like, middle school kids just walking around with, like, a flat. So, so it was, like, almost like a showing a status. Yeah. At this glowing. Like, oh, Derek went to the fair. <laughs> <laughs> Derek. <laughs> last, last week was our longest episode ever because we just talked like this forever. I think the people liked it. I hope the people liked I, it. I, I, I but hope. I feel like we're on a slippery slope to make this the the longest episode ever now, too. So, All right, so let's go ahead and jump into the opening number. Do you have any more State Fair bits? <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, we could do an entire yeah. podcast dedicated to the State Fair, so I'm a refrain. There is one place. It's like my favorite place <laughs> in the State Fair, and it's like right on this little mini lake, and it's like a, a, like a, a water mill. And you go in there, and they give you free hush puppies. Oh, that's rad. Yeah. Next song. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of instruments in this guy. Yeah. But like the instruments are feel like they're conveying movement. Yeah. So, I guess it's like somebody sneaking around a house. Are you blind when you're born? Can you see in the dark? Dare you look at a king? Would you sit on his throne? Can you say of your bite that it's worse than your bark? Are you cock of the walk? When you're walking alone? Because Jellicles are and Jellicles do. You got me! We're doing cats! This is okay. Hold up. How do you know that's cats? Jellicle cats. uh, It's like a thing people say. Is that something people say? <laughs> it's a thing people um, say. Cats is very popular. So, <laughs> see, I'm. I don't know what I am right now. I, there's a part of me that's excited. There's a part of me that's like, me and you are about to go on an adventure. It's an adventure, yeah. and and the thing is, 
I don't know the story. So we're going to yeah. learn the story together. Um, our first Andrew Lloyd Webber. Musical. It is our first Webber. And I, I know I've gone on record several, 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 several times saying, we're never going to do Cats. But I thought, and I came up with this about nine weeks ago or so, of this finale had to be Cats. Did it? I think it did. I, I mean, this has been a very cat-like season. Yes, we've had a we ha, we've had our zoomies. We we've had our quiet times. Yeah, and, and so I think we had to end with cats, and we had to end with a Weber because we haven't done a Weber. And I think this is a good opening uh, chapter to the world of the weird world of Weber. Yeah, the WWW. So I have a question though. Yeah. So I spoiler alert. I'm the guy that like. Controls social media. <gasps> so I, and a lot of people know because they're just like, Daniel, if this is you, look away. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just like, okay. Like, I have the memory of a, of a goldfish. But anyways, I digress. I haven't seen a lot of requests for cats. Really? Really. I've had three separate messages to me. Yeah. Granted, it's to me. Yeah. And then we end up talking about whatever we talk about. Because that, that's one thing I've noticed when people message me is it normally takes on a conversation of its own. Yeah. Um, and I do appreciate everyone's feedback and thoughts on, on the show, of course. Um, but I think now is a good time as any to continue this song. Now, now, now that Daniel thinks he knows what the show is. Thinks he knows what the show is. <laughs> I'm sorry. I Gotta literally keep just. the gimmick alive, brother. <laughs> I literally just said I wasn't going to guess. Yeah. But like. You can't you can't I teach can't an, keep that inside. You can't teach an old cat a new trick. You can't keep you can't teach cats shit. Cats are their own their own animal. Oh man. I like that joke though. Thank you. Hence when you sense there's a storm in the air. Can you find your way blind when you're lost in the street? Do you know how to go to the heavy side layer? Because jellicles can and jellicles do. Yeah, so um what what's some things cats do, man? Meow 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 That's actually really good. Meow 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 meow. Wow, that's so insightful. Hey, hey, language, okay? Yeah. Family show. Family show. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for Thank you. That was my favorite thing that's ever happened. so we're doing cats. I don't know how to feel about it. I feel like this is, to quote, like a, a Grateful Dead thing, a long, strange trip we're about to go on. Yeah. I've been told that this is a musical that really doesn't have a story. I thought that, and I was wrong. Okay. See, when I said last week that we're only doing musicals that James Corden has done, what I did mention <laughs> is that we were starting this week. <laughs> Can't, okay, so very briefly, we will discuss the movie. What Holy. do you know about the movie? Uh, Taylor Swift, our queen, is in it. Um, do you, what else do you know about the movie? That they put the cat's buttholes in there. <laughs> they CGI'd them in. Yeah. What else do you know? Uh, James Corden was in it, and people said it was really bad. I'm going to start naming for you um, some of the names that were cast in this in this movie, okay? Yeah. 
It's gonna it's gonna rock your world. Okay. So James Corden, Judy Dench, Jason Derillo, Jason Derillo, Idris Elba, Robbie Fairchild, Rebel Wilson, Jennifer yeah. Hudson, Ian McKellen, Ooh. Taylor Swift. Yeah, our queen. And it just goes on from there. But this so big, 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 big names cast. attached to this. Yeah. Um do you know who produced this? Lynn Manuel Miranda. No, um, company that produced this. Treeborgs. It doesn't matter because they took their name off because they were <laughs> that ashamed of this movie. It yeah. has a 28 on Metacritic and a 2.8 out of 10 stars on IMDb. Bad movie. What is, it, what is the Rotten Tomatoes, though? Rotten Tomatoes? Let's find out, okay? What's your over-under? I think it's like 8%. 19%. Okay, so it's not that bad. <laughs> <laughs> We've seen worse. Yes, but this this song, because this um, is a musical where we talk about the songs, right? Yes, yes, but I just want to put in perspective that this movie did happen. Yes. And it was just very bad. So, and, and that kind of goes into the idea that this is a lightning in the bottle situation. That this show is successful and is as ran as long as it did. And this, again, is my opinion, but... It's kind of this experimental crazy idea that like probably shouldn't have worked and it couldn't work twice. It had to happen the way it happened. So what do you think about the song? So they're just talking about like stuff that cats do. What's your favorite thing a cat does? I don't have a lot of favorite things a cat does. I'm not a... <gasps> I know people love cats. Yeah. And there are parts of cats that are nice. Like when they come up and they nuzzle on your head, that's really sweet. Um... But I just feel like if you were to make a pros and cons list of cats, for me, speaking only for me, I do not represent the values of Way Off Broadway and Christian and Joel. But uh, yeah, the 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 cons outweigh the pros for me when it comes to um, to cats. And we're not just talking about the musical. <laughs> but yeah, so they're talking about all the different things that cats could do. There's a lot of mythology with cats. Cats have nine lives. Cats always land to their feet. Uh, if you see a black cat, that's superstitious. Like, there's a lot of stuff that goes along with cats. Uh, unlike dogs, like dogs are just like, oh, a man's best friend. Cats are like, ah, if you see us, <laughs> <him."> yeah, yeah. <laughs> like my dog doesn't hiss at me. My dog doesn't like, swat at me. Yeah, that's my dog, true. I don't have to like. My dog doesn't like poop in a box in my house. Like, for me, dogs all day. But let's go to the next song before I make it. Well, you let me know when Dogs has a musical. <laughs> All right, here's the next song. There's a man over there With a look of surprise As much as to say, well now, how about that? Do I actually see with my own very eyes Cat's got weird eyes too, kind of scary. A man who's not heard of a jellical oh. cat. What the hell is a jellical cat? What's a jellical cat? Exactly. What's <laughs> a jellical cat? <gasps> See, jellic they talk about jellical jellic cats as a thing in cats. That's why I know. The naming of cats is a difficult matter. It isn't <laughs> just one of your holiday games. So I was going to ask you before the song started, if you were a cat, what would your cat name be? Yeah. But I did it because I was like, I'll just save it for after this song so people don't get tired of listening. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. 
and then this song comes on. And, and yeah. talking about Amid Cats. You're good at this. Am I? You're so Andrew good at this. Weber? Am I? Sir? ALW? Sir Andrew Lloyd Weber? Yeah, that's me. Oh, wow. Yeah, I bet the queen. Let's, uh, let's, uh, listen to the rest of the song. You may think at first I'm as mad as a hatter when I tell you a cat must have three different names. Three different first names. There's a name that the family used daily, such as Peter, Augustus, Alonzo. This is or weird. James, such as Victor or Jonathan, George or Real Baby. Weird as a bathroom. This is wild. <sighs> I'm not going to lie. Listening to musicals hardly ever gives me tangible anxiety. Yeah. I was right to be afraid of this musical. Yeah. <laughs> Joel, he was right for not liking this musical. They all said he was crazy. No, he was on the money. This is weird. Though, 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 though. We're going to give it a chance. Yeah, so, like, musicals are just, like, music. Everybody has different tastes. And while this might be scary for us, it might be fun for others. So Yes. You might love this. And we're going to find out why you love it. And we're going to dig on into this. And what do you think of this song where they're just kind of talking about naming of cats and that cats are called different names, um, three different names. I feel like it was information that I needed, but it wasn't information that I got. Like, I feel like they were telling me something, but I don't feel like I heard them. Okay. I feel like, uh, for some reason, my brain just doesn't recognize the, I am going to tell you important information. I don't care if this creeps you out. So every musical, right? (laughs) When it's being written... (laughs) Right? Every musical, like, it starts with one person. Yep, normally. Can you imagine just Andrew and Louis Weber in his house by himself? Is this pre or post-Phantom? I want to... Because if it's post-Phantom, it's a big house. I'm thinking it's a room with just, like, velvet everywhere and then a piano. And he's just sitting there like, I am here and I am a cat. You are here, and you are a cat. <laughs> and like <laughs> this, this is pre Phantom. Okay, so he was probably in like a, a studio apartment doing it. But yeah, <laughs> I think he just like had a piano, and his cat was on the piano, and it was yeah. just like, <laughs> and you bounce from a place, <laughs> from home to place. What <laughs> one, one cute thing that cats do is when they make biscuits. Oh yeah, yeah, that would be oh. in a pro column. But yeah. You are a cat, and you're making biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this I like. Like I said, I feel like I'm, I was supposed to get something from that, but my brain. Okay, so wasn't. my takeaway here, okay. because we're a team this week. Yeah. Um. So they're talking about that cats are given three different names. Now they're one of the names anyone can call the cat. Yeah. And that's their name. That's uh, Bruce, uh, Minnie. Those but, are the first two names that popped into your head. Alphaba. Alphaba, that's like some wicked shit, right? I don't know. Yeah, um, you do know. <laughs> Christian, don't <laughs> lie to me. <laughs> Galinda. Um, that's also some wicked shit. You don't know that. I do. You don't know that. I do. Yeah, I don't think you do. Um, Bialystock. That'd you... be a great name for a cat. Yeah, Stocky. 
whole stocks. Yeah. Um, so the a cat is given that name. Now the another name that they have is not their name, such as and this is a quote, Fatso. That's a name that you can call a cat, but you can't call anyone else's cat that name. That's only that cat's name. I call every cat Fatso. <laughs> but it, it, it's nicknames that you give your cat that are not your cat's name that that cat will respond to. <laughs> now, there's a third name. If I understood this right, there's a third name, but they didn't specify what that name is, but that is the cat's true name. <laughs> so, like, you know how the Beatles, and you might, if you don't know, it's okay. I'll explain it to you. The Beatles really, like, cookie-cutter, like, pop. They revolutionized everything, great music, but then they found psychedelics. Okay. And they started singing songs like, I want to be... Under the sea, and an octopus is guarded in the shade. Do do do. They just started writing really wild stuff. Okay, like bang bang Maxwell Silve, like just wild songs. I feel like this was written by somebody who was on some sort of LSD trip. Okay, that's. I mean, I I can't I can't like confirm that, but just this is wild stuff. So let's keep the wild train going and listen to the next song. Memories are the load in the morning. You know more than you say you do. Yeah. I know that. Like, that's the song from Cats because like, it's a TV, like pop culture. That's fair. I think, like, Cam in an episode of Modern Family was one of the cats. That's true. So, like... <laughs> it should be called Impending Doom, the musical. <laughs> Jellicle cats come out tonight. Jellicle cats come one, come all. The Jellicle moon is shining bright. Jellicles come to the Jellicle ball. Jellicle cats come out tonight. Jellicles come to the Jellicle ball. If you're telling me that there is meaning behind this, there is meaning behind all of this. I must be dumb. Because I thought that, and I was talking to. Who so, are you talking to? Um, I'm talking to someone at school, and I'm like, "There's no plot," and and she looked at me and said. There is a plot. There is absolutely a plot. Sure, the songs are nonsense, but there is a takeaway from every song. I'm like, what? She described it as 18 um, I Am songs and one I Want song. Okay. Interesting. This is going to be a long episode. Jellicle cats meet once a year at the Jellicle Ball, where we all rejoice, and the Jellicle leader will soon appear and make what is known as the Jellicle Choice. When old Deuteronomy, just before dawn, through a silence you feel. <laughs> this is the world where the Bible exists. <laughs> Alright, so Jellicle cats, I think is like a religious sect of cats. Okay. So that's what I've been like, because like, it's almost as if like they get together for a ball every year. Okay. It's kind of like, like I know the Methodists do like pilgrimage and stuff. Okay. So I'm thinking like maybe this is their pilgrimage. 
and uh, they are <laughs> I don't know, dude. This is wild. Um, um the the part that got me, um and the Jellicle leader will soon appear and make what is known as the Jellicle choice. Announces the cat who can now be reborn. Okay. And I come didn't... back to a different Jellicle life. This is wild. I don't understand this. So Andrew, I think these cats are dying. Are these and dead coming, cats? Are these up like, like are, are these, these ghost cats? Are these cats about all about to die and but only one of them gets to go back? They're all of their eighth life. <gasps> Seriously, I like, have no idea. I have no idea, and I really wish I had clarity. And we, unfortunately, we won't this have clarity. This is one where we the, need Joel here. Just yeah, we answer. just need Joel. Like <laughs> he's as far as he's ever been. He, he, <laughs> he's never been farther. <laughs> oh man. Um, uh, enjoy the fish and chips. I have a Gumby cat in mind. Her name is Jenny Any Dots. Is of the tabby kind with tiger stripes and leopard spots. This is weird. She sits <laughs> because, like, if you picture that somebody that's not a cat is singing this, like, it's just a person? it gets real. Yeah, it gets real weird real quick. So, like, my my instincts when listening to musicals is to picture humans. Okay, it's not to picture cats. So it's gonna take some adjustment. <laughs> so I'm just sitting over here, just like this dude is weird. Like, ugh. all right, continue. I'm so sorry. This is gonna be a very long episode. <laughs> she sits and sits and sits and sits, and that's what makes a Gumby cat. All right, so this is like the Doctor Doolittle of the cat world. The hustling and the bustling. <laughs> so this is a Gumby cat. This a Gumby a, cat. A man yeah. singing about a cat he likes. It's a tabby cat. Yeah. Was, a, was a Gumby a jellical cat? We don't know. We don't These know the answer. We don't have. So if those are questions you have, we can't answer them. And I'm so sorry. But this cat does nothing but sit all day long. All day long. Until everybody goes to sleep. And then she gets on her little nighttime clothes. She tiptoes out. And then she goes and teaches rats and cockroaches and beetles how to read. What is this musical, Christian? <laughs> so the part that I really like is the cat uh, feels as though the cockroaches need employment. Yeah, like what I mean, does that even mean? Yeah, I mean, um, I like to think that this cat is is just like it's running the roost. Is this kid? Is this cat Bernie Sanders? <laughs> The hustling and the bustling of the I day need, is done. I am once again asking you to help me find jobs for these cockroaches. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I think the the whole idea here is the cat, like when the night has, when everyone is asleep, this cat runs this place. And it, yeah. it has a hand in everything. Yeah. So I'm picturing this is like, like Times Square, New York at night. Okay. For some reason. I think this, I don't know if it's just because cats is like, Broadway is in New York, yeah, or not? But like, this definitely isn't like Wyoming. <laughs> I feel like this can't take place in like a a southern. This has to take place in like a metropolis. Okay, let's let's bat up. Let this let's, next song is a, a personal favorite of mine. Yeah, 
Um, because I think we're about to hear from a very young Terrence man. Ooh, Terror Bear. We love Terror Bear here in the pod. Yeah. I would love for this podcast to blow up to the point that he is aware that this podcast exists and he's yeah. like, I don't like you calling me Terror Bear. <laughs> it's bad for the brand. Yeah. Let's uh, do it. Blow it up. Everybody tag Terrence Bear. <laughs> I'd rather have grouse. Yeah, that's him. If you put me in a house, I would much prefer a flat. If you put me in a flat, then I'd rather have a house. If you set me on a mouse, then I only want a rat. If you set me on a rat, then I'd rather chase a mouse. And there isn't any need for me to shout it. Anything about this is the coolest cat there's ever been. I mean, honestly, this song, I think I get it now. Yeah. I get it. That was so fun. Yeah. This cat is a contrarian. Yeah. He, he, he's, he's a curious cat. This he, is like, and it's the, and it's the idea that, that this is a kind of cat yeah. that we all know that you give it like a toy. It just wants the box. Yeah. It, it you, Cats do be like that. Maybe this. Maybe this is. Maybe we're on to something here. <laughs> if I fits, I sits. Like <laughs> we've all been there, right? Yes, of course, of course. And and this cat is just the cattiest cat in all the cats. Yeah. Uh, because it. And we know this cat. We know this cat so well because th- this is that problem child cat that yeah. that gives cats a bad name. Now listen here, meow. <laughs> listen <laughs> here. That's a, little, that's a little super troopers joke, but. Yeah, this cat is just snazzy. It's cool. It's just out there breaking Honestly, all the rules, breaking hearts, breaking rules. The like charisma in this cat. This is what Joel look. This is like Joel when he was wears leather jacket. Yeah, like just oozing charisma. Big Joel energy in the song. Joel energy all over the place. Joel got his steak on it. <laughs> Next song, please. <laughs> You never heard that before, like uh, I don't. I don't think Joel's ever heard of that before. So, so clarify, Joel's, so his feelings doesn't get hurt. Bad, like you put your stank on it, means that you make it your own. Like, yeah. Like oh, let me hop on this this track and put my stank on it. Like, yeah, you know. Or if you did it, now you do. So let's put our stank on this next song, Christian. Andrew Lou remembers like we're not doing any consecutive fun songs. <laughs> you gotta work for it. <laughs> you gotta earn them suckers. Remark the cat <laughs> who hesitates. What? So this is about Grizabella. Yeah. And, uh, What's the vibe? 
She's a goth cat. She's a, <laughs> <laughs> she's a little goth kitty. Oh man, yeah. Like I, <sighs> I don't know, dude. Like I think that her and uh, Tear Bear Kitty Cat are gonna end up together. Does Tear Ooh! Bear Kitty Cat have a name? Um, some uh, the 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 the. the is it Rum Tug Tugger? <laughs> Is it Rum Tug Tugger? Like, you just said that so casually. You just said that way too casually. <laughs> you said that like it was uh, something that like I should know. <laughs> rum Tug Tugger, yeah, because Rum Tug Tugger is a curious cat. Like, that's the name of the cat. Oh, but. Okay. <laughs> here's, um, here's a picture for you. Oh, it kind of looks like a. Tim Curry, kinda. Is, that does he actually? Um, when they did a revival of um, Rocky Horror, Terrence Mann did it. So kind of fun that you made that connection on your own. Um, I have like, I don't know. So Grisabella, kind of a creepy cat. Creepy. Cat. Maybe on the verge of death's door. We're not really sure. All these cats seem kind of on their way out. Yeah. Is this like cat purgatory? That's a thought. Hold on to Je- that. Jellical. So listen here. Jellical means like angelic. Okay. So these are all uh, cats that like weren't good enough to get into heaven, but were weren't. <laughs> what bad did enough. they have to do? <laughs> they weren't bad enough. <laughs> you heard it here first. Cats are good enough on their own to get listen, to heaven. Like I don't really care for cats, but they're getting the bad rap. There's a movie called All Dogs Go to Heaven. Just There's, like all dogs go to heaven, but cats, cats go straight to purgatory. Like <laughs> they have to show their worth. They get nine lives, but they gotta work their way to heaven. <laughs> okay, here's the next song. Okay. We get it. You can write openings. We get it. Really, opening heaven. Buster Fruit Jones is not skin and bones. In fact, he's remarkably fat. That's rude. He doesn't haunt pubs. He has so you said this was clubs, like, oh, he's the I'll, I'll St. James Street cat. He's the cat we all greet as he walks down the street in his coat of fastidious black. No commonplace mouses have such well cut trousers or such an impeccable back. In the whole St. James is the smartest of names. All right, so we met another dude. <laughs> We're meeting the whole gang, and I feel like I honestly feel What's like this one's name. Couldn't tell you, Bustopher Jones. Bustopher Jones. <laughs> He's a great cat name, man. Like uh, I'm telling you, Andrew Lloyd Webber was on something. Like, <laughs> he was uh, on to a hit. I don't. This know. ran longer than anything. Yeah. Sure. <laughs> Lightning in a bottle. Um, and, and and again, if this is your jam, we do not mean to be disrespectful towards you your jam. You have to look at it from where I'm coming from. From where we're coming from, I'm we are not experiencing this on this. stage. I'm trying to comprehend what is going on. Like I am, like basically, this is like a high school assignment where, like, here, read this book and tell me what it's about. That's what I'm having to do. I'm having to do a book report on cats, and it's really hard. So I'm a little frustrated. <laughs> it, it's like asking someone to just like look at the Spark Notes real quick and now like write a ten page paper about this. Yeah, like exactly, you kind of yeah. get it, but yeah. 
So, Bustopher Jones, what's his what's his deal? He's like a grumpy cat. You think he's a grumpy cat? Yeah, I think it's actually just Grumpy Cat. Where's with Grumpy Cat getting this song? <laughs> <laughs> so, Bustopher Jones' deal, from what I picked up on, um, is he kind of just belongs to the street. Like, oh, yeah, everyone yeah. just kind of greets him. St. James Street. Yes. Which makes me think that there's the St. James Theater. Is this a, uh, Are these cats that all live, like, on Broadway? Are these Broadway cats? Are these Broadway cats? I mean, <gasps> that's really meta. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that's all. That's all I have to say. I mean, he in fact lives on the street, and people love him because he lives on the street, and he's kind of belongs to the the community. We at my apartment complex, we have a cat like that. that yeah. Um. We call Mishka. Um. Well, someone calls it Mishka. Mishka, Mickey Mouse. <laughs> if y'all got, if y'all know children, y'all know that song. <laughs> um. But. So they, so this lady takes care of this cat, but we all kind of take care of this cat. Like, but I don't know. It's for, this cat has got very fat. This is a well-fed yeah. homeless cat. Um, but so, and we all know that cat that just kind of belongs to the people. Yeah. <laughs> What's going to belong to the people in this next song is this next song. Are these just like going to be like 20 songs about individual cats? Maybe. The greatest magicians like a cat have something musical. to learn. I don't know. Mr. Mistopheles. Conjuring turn! Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser were a notorious couple of cats as knockabout clowns. Change comedians. This is Mr. Mistopheles. Don't forget that acrobats. They had an extensive reputation. They made their home in Victoria Grove. That was merely their center of operation. For they were incurably given to rove. If the area window was found. So this is like the Weasley brothers of cats. Yeah. Just running around, causing chaos. That's a really good uh, parallel. Thank you. So there's the Weasleys, bunch of pranksters. Bunch of pranksters. This is, I've heard Mr. Mistopheles. Who is that? Like, that's something I've heard before. Was is that it in a, this show? Is that the, Christian, there's no way I could tell you that. <laughs> <laughs> it is just a little piece of information floating through the space of my brain that just says, Mr. Mistopheles, and that's it. <laughs> no context. Um. So these this is a pair of cats that are just kind of always up to something. Yeah. And again, I feel like I'm, I'm repeating myself, but we all know these cats. <laughs> this is a very accurate representation of cats. <laughs> Christian's like, we all know a cat like this. <laughs> I've encountered many cats in my lifetime. <laughs> this next cat is just going to be a cat that wakes you up early because it's hungry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, Let's hear from the next cat, maybe. I like to think this is a cat tech talent show. <laughs> oh my god, it's yeah. just like cat by cat. Yeah. Oh, so 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 get that plot ready, man. Are we close to the, to the plot? Oh, I don't like that noise. It's Stone Cold. <laughs> Give me hell, yeah.
This bass is going ham on this track. I feel like this sucks for y'all because a lot of it's just like this like weird <laughs> weird intro with like three seconds of words at the end. We'll let it play a little longer. For all my for all my peeps out there on the radio waves. Am I allowed to talk <laughs> over our this cool track? <laughs> what if somebody was like, he's missing an important plot? <laughs> like <laughs> Oh, I am now missing an important plot. Deuteronomy. We heard about him in like one of the first songs. They were talking about the council of kitty cats. Welcome back, all my cool cat and kittens. What's up, all you cool cat and kittens? Yeah, Yeah, remember that? Remember that cool pop culture thing? She was weird. Yeah. Um. So anyway, tell us about this cat. Deuteronomy is the old cat on the block. Old Deuteronomy. Yeah. Like this is the guy that just like sits on his stoop. It just judges people. Like this is like the Clint Eastwood of cats. Uh, this cat has dabbled in directing, but he'll always be known for his acting performances. Yeah, and a little bit of his uh, views and opinions. <laughs> so this cat has lived a very long time. You would say this cat has lived each each of its lives. They talked about yeah, like reincarnation a little bit. I don't know if that means like. I don't know if this cat has come back before, but it said that it had nine different wives. It buried nine wives. Yeah. Um, so this cat, it's been around. It's lived a full life. And and these cats seem very um respectful of this cat. Christian, yeah. do you mind if we listen to the next song? I, wanna, I, I just got to know which, what cat we're going to talk to next. Can there like, be a cat that's just like a murderer? Got a reprise. Come one, come all. The Jellicle moon is shining bright. Jellicles come to the Jellicle ball. Jellicle cats are black and white. Jellicle cats are rather small. I'm so scared. Jellicle cats have cheerful faces. Jellicle cats like Percy Jackson and the Lightning. Or whatever. And wait for the Jellicle moon to rise. Jellicle cats like their coffee black. Jellicle cats like their bagels with cream cheese. Christian. Yeah. I know we've talked about my ability to handle things like that are long. Yeah. This one was tough. I admittedly, I should have done, um, no, no, I shouldn't. Should have told I needed me to surprise you with this one. This was a nine minute song, Christian. And we're never getting that nine minutes back. Um, but it sounds like the cats had fun. Yeah, the cats had fun. Uh, cats out of the bag. The cats out of the bag on this one. They have why fun. Is, why are we putting cats in bags? <laughs> Can we talk about that? Like, who's putting a cat in the bag? Also, First off, why are you- we putting um, um, Schroencher's cat? Why was it in a box? Why are cats in boxes and bags? Well, the Schroencher's cat was a dick. That's why it was in a box. 
He's just like, I, I'm done with this cat. I'm putting it in a box. Oh, that's but awful. But like, have you ever tried to put a cat somewhere that the cat didn't want to go? The cat doesn't go there. That's yeah. not how that works. How are you? How are we? Like, how big is this bag that there's a cat? It in has it? to be a massive bag. And that's why the cat got out because there's no because way. Because the that cat you didn't want to be in the bag. You can't secure the borders of that bag. Oh, it's never. <laughs> never. Uh, so the cats had fun here. Um, they once again talked about what jellical cats do. They. <sighs> what do they do, Daniel? Tell they, me what the Jellico cats do. They sing and they dance. Like, uh, this is like... I feel like this is making you feel like Music Man wasn't so bad. Yeah, I'm just like, uh, 76 trombones <laughs> in the parade. Not a single cat can be <laughs> uh, Okay, so... That's, that's why the, the movie Cats vs. Dog, Cats Were the Bad Guys. Just say it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so that was... Um, they had fun. It's had, yeah. like that. The, so the the like five minutes or so of music at the very end that was fun. Yeah, like that was like go Weber, go off. Yeah, do your thing. Do I your get thing. it. I, I get it. So this is if this is like. Do you get any shades of Jesus Christ Superstar in here? Not at all. Not really. That's <laughs> weird. So like, I'm a big fan of the Grateful Dead, and I feel like the Grateful Dead is Ooh, something second mention of the pod. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Oh yeah. Today I did mention. Yeah. Yep. 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 So uh, I feel like the Grateful Dead is definitely an acquired taste. Uh, you have to. It, it's not something like for everybody. Okay, are I you feel, making that argument with Weber? I feel like this cats might be something to where I just don't get it. Okay, so I talked to my mom this week about this. This week, yes. Yeah. She's she's off over there, and we talked about cats. Yeah. Um, where I brought up like you really like cats, and she said I liked cats. As an adult, I don't really like it, but she acknowledged that because she saw it on Broadway yeah. when she was a teenager that like, cause the beginning, uh, this isn't dropping a lot of information. The beginning of the show, the cats crawl out of the audience, right? Yeah, I think I've seen so, that before. So, so to see that like young and the, ex or no matter what the age really, just to have that live, that live theater experience yeah. must really... Oh, yeah. This must be a very cool show to see. Yeah. To listen to and at face value only listen to without yeah. any, like, additional context. It's probably tough. Yes. If, no, it, it is tough. Like, yeah. uh, objectively, it's hard. Um, so I'm definitely not shitting on it. I'm just saying, like, as somebody whose job it is to try to figure out what's going on, this is kind of tough. And there is a plot here. Again, there is a plot. Yeah, it's. I know what the it, plot it's, is. It's not one of those. Have you seen the movie Sig? Yeah. This is Sig, but with cats only. So the next song is the finale of Act One. Okay. Sarsaparilla's white golf kitty cat. Sand. Why does she have sand on her coat? Is it like litter? Chrisabella? Yeah. 
So about halfway through this song, I was like, oh, she said the thing. Like, they, they did the uh, the memories song. But it's like a, you said it was a tease. It's kind of like a tease, yeah. Yeah. It's medley. It combined a few different songs, but then we got that Have you song. ever seen a medley that, like, had a song that hasn't happened yet? Andrew Lee Weber was on some, like, he's like some big brain shit when he wrote this. Or was memory <laughs> always hidden in that original song? <laughs> if you told me that, like, uh, Andrew Lloyd Weber didn't write this, but Alex Jones did, I would be like, okay, I believe you. <laughs> That's, that's also giving him a lot of credit A lot yeah. of weird credit um, So that was Act 1 Act um, What's what happening is, Daniel? So I really don't know These are all homeless Like, Are cats homeless? Yeah these are all homeless cats I'm going to say Like I don't know if they're like Well one of them is sneaking out So maybe one of them isn't homeless Because they're, they're teaching the mouse how to do math Like what is going on? I think this is like a story about the cats of Broadway. Okay. Like each cat lives on like a different, like by a different theater, like, or lives in a different theater. Okay. So like, these are like each theater has their own cat and it kind of, uh, maybe their odes to like different, like Broadway shows that are famously ran there or maybe like to the physical characteristics of the building. So this musical is about Broadway itself. That's really good. That's that's really the only thing I can put together from this because otherwise, it's batshit crazy. <laughs> Let's see how deeper this goes. Let's do it. Yeah, I played a lead flute on Cats on Broadway. Listeners are not going to get a lot of singing. <laughs> this might be the worst episode for listeners. The moments of happiness we had the experience. So I have a theory, Christian. Okay. I have a theory that the act, the actress, the the performer that played, I don't know what the cat's name is, but the one that does memory. Yeah. When they were originally doing this show, she could never remember what her song was. So like Andrew Lloyd Webber didn't have the heart to tell her like, oh, not yet, not yet. So like the past two songs (laughs) (laughs) have been a mistake. So so like she she doesn't know when she's coming on. She doesn't know when her cue is. But she knows her song is her song. Yeah. So So whatever song is happening and she just comes in with memory. Yeah. I think that's what's happening and he just didn't have the heart to tell her. Or it was like, hey, this is actually, this kind of works here. That's kind of amazing. Yeah. That's that's really good. The Um, way that this cat sings... 
I'm not a, like I get that it's the old cat, but like you, you just don't like that like operatic like style. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of like how old that cat sounded. <laughs> There's three things you need to know about Daniel, and close yeah. to dead cats need to not sing. Yeah, no cats should sing ideally. <laughs> I mean, like I don't know. I I'm not not shitting. even rum tug tugger. <laughs> <laughs> I just the, the the idea that this man that was knighted by the queen, yeah, that he wasn't was knighted like, yet. What he, he wasn't, wasn't but he yet. has been. Like he did this. Yeah, he wrote this. It was still knighted by the queen. Is wild. No, but okay. I'm gonna give you a fun fact. Okay. okay, how long do you think cats ran on Broadway? Too long. No, give me a year. I think it ran from. 1982 to 2018. No. Okay. But it ran for 18 years. Yeah. Which was un- unheard of. Yeah, like, like so I get, like... The it spe- made $1.3 billion. I get the spectacle of Cats and how fun it would be in the show when you're there. But for me, Daniel, from way off Broadway whose job it is to try to figure out what's going on, that is hearing this for the first time. I It's the fifth longest-running show of all time. I'm struggling. And I, I, it's probably earned that. Like, it's probably a fun show to see. You see all these people, and they look like people, but they're actually cats, and they've got all this makeup on. That's really cool. But I'm looking at Christian right now. Yeah. I'm not looking at a cat. <laughs> I'm looking at my dog right now. My dog's like, I heard you're doing cats, and he's mad. But I'm not shitting on it. I am, but I'm not. I just, this is tough for me right now. Do you know what's going to be tougher? This next, is there another nine-minute song? Please tell me no. I can make no guarantee. Okay, well, let's just keep playing. Us is the cat at the theater door. Whoa, your theory might have something. What to have told you before is really asparagus. That's such a fuss. That is really asparagus. That's such a fuss to pronounce that we usually call him just Gus. His coat's very shabby. He was on drugs. He had to have been. As a rake. <laughs> suffers from palsy that makes his paw shake. Oh my god. Yet he was in his youth quite the smartest of cats, but no longer a terror to mice or to rats. I have a question. What's your question? Or. This musical is confusing me. I know it's confusing you, but it's confusing me too. Um, these songs, are they being sung by the owners of the cats that or by the sense. cats? <laughs> or is it both? Like Rum Tug Tugger was clearly Rum Tug yeah. Tugger. But this sounds like <laughs> the owner of Gus, you yeah. know, Asparagus. This this musical would be so funny if this was just people singing about their cats. But I think it kind of is. I don't know. Like, is everyone on stage dressed as a cat? Like, once this yes. is done, I'm doing so much research because... Well, th- yes, everybody is dressed up like cats from what I understand. 
this from is, my. I can't wait to get to this plot because yeah, I I need answers about Gus the asparagus cat. Yeah, I, he was a theater cat. Theater Did he belong so. to the theater? I don't know. Huh. Okay. I really don't. Well, know. do you have any additional thoughts? Uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's the, we're we're recording this. I think the cat is a pirate. Of all, like cats hate water. Why is he a pirate? I, I, you heard the song. He's always up to something. Sounds like this cat's just kind of. He's either a pirate or an asshole. Maybe both. Most some are there nice pirates? Um, Jack Sparrow. I you could say he's. I mean, he wasn't nice to everybody. Yeah, that's true. That's true. But but I think because they mentioned ships yeah. and lands and seas and, but this cat is just a jerk. Yeah. Like he's just the worst. And that's my takeaway of mind you. And there is a platform for all these things. Like there's a time and place for everything. The song was um, 11 minutes long. The only time <laughs> the only time I accept a 11 minute song is if it is the opening or the finale and a lot of plot is happening. I don't think any plot happened here. We're just learning about this jerk of a <sighs> plot is happening like this cat was significant. You guys are watching Christian and I start to spiral. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I think he may have been like a... I just... Yeah, he's a pirate. This cat was a pirate. Why? Did he just not know what he wanted to write about? And he's just like, I'm going to write about cats. And they're kind of like people, but not really. They're was cats. Puss in Boots a pirate? He, was, he had a ship. Did he? Yeah, at least in the most recent movie. Okay, well, I'm wrong here. <laughs> if Puss in Boots could have a, a ship, so could this cat. Okay. Um, this that was a song that was 11 minutes long. Um, to those people who compare Andrew song. Lloyd Webber to Stephen Sondheim, yes. I ask you, Ex how dare you? <laughs> okay? Stephen Sondheim never wrote this. You said that this was based off something else, too? Yeah, it, it's based on um, old possum poems from, like, the 1940s or 30s. Question. Or is the Phantom of the Opera, is that an adaptation? It is also an adaptation, yeah. And Jesus Christ Superstar. We know where he got the plot for that. Yeah, and Joseph in the Technicolor Dreamcoat. Bad Cinderella. <laughs> Andrew Lude Weber, have you ever had an original idea, sir? <laughs> I mean, one one would argue that Sondheim, like, also, like, he worked with creative people. 
Weber yeah. was kind of a no. Weber's not a one man show. Like like that isn't true or fair either. I'm just saying this is weird for me. Like I'm a musical boy, but I am not thriving with this piece of media. If this is the episode, if we started this whole podcast with this. We probably would not be doing it anymore. And that's not because people wouldn't listen to it, because there is a section of audience that would. But we would not want to do this. This makes Bye um, Bye Birdie look like <laughs> Beetlejuice. <laughs> that's For a me. That's a that t-shirt. Is, that's my opinion. <laughs> um, but the thing with Weber, what you have to understand, is he does a lot better of work. Yes. But it's not even fair for me to say he does better work because this is the fifth run- longest running show of all time. Yeah, like this is like his. I don't maker. get it, guys. And from the get go, I, I I said this in past episodes. I don't get cats. I I don't get it. And I thought listening would make it click. Rum Tug Tugger, really good song. I like that one a lot. And I'm, there is some cool stuff in here, but it's like, it's like he wanted to write something else. But they only approved it, approved it if it was about cats. He didn't have budget for dogs. Uh, okay. Dog costumes cost more than cat costumes. Okay, Here let's uh, let's learn about Skimble Shanks. <laughs> this one sounds fun. Skimble Shanks. <laughs> This one. It was all kind of like kind of disco vibes, like a little bit of seventies inspired. All the gods and all the porters and the station masters' daughters would be searching high and low, saying Skimble. I could get a little bit of Jesus Christ Superstar from this. The night mail just can't go. A little bit. At with the signal overdue, and the passengers all frantic to a man. Like this That's sounds like Judas if he like, and I'd uh, to the like rear. went to therapy. I'd been busy in the <laughs> luggage <laughs> I would hang out with this cat. This cat's fun. <laughs> like this cat's, I'd hang out with this cat. Skimble Shanks. That's a great Skimble name for Shanks, a cat. Yeah. You Skimps. J.K. Rowling, you unoriginal piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I don't know what this cat does. I just know it has a good time. Yeah, he lives on the railway. He's a railway cat, a railway boy. Um, travels from place to place. Um, people seem to like him. The music <laughs> here is fun. That sounds like an old prospect. He's like, yeah, he's a railway cat. He travels a railway. <laughs> people seem to like him, though. <laughs> <sighs> Next oh, song. <laughs> Are you having a good time, Daniel? Yeah. If I wasn't here with you, like if I was locked in a room and I had to listen to this. Like, without any explanation, I would not be having a good time. But the fact that you're here and the fact that people are going to go through this with us is really making it worth the while.
Can we get like an edition that just like starts with the words? Like, is there like a cats for like the people with ADHD? The flying squads despair. For when they reach the scene of crime, McCafferty's not Is this a criminal cat? This is like Jack the Ripper cat. McCafferty is a criminal. But he's a criminal with superpowers. And if you're going to have superpowers, sometimes people don't use them for good. And he's using his superpowers for bad. So we've had a pirate cat. We've had a theater cat. And now we have a criminal cat. Like, I think, I don't know what, like, like is he a cat burglar? That is there more than you gave me on that. Oh, that was good. Thank you. That was actually, like, way. Thank you. But, like. Dab me up. Oh, sorry. So this cat can levitate. Can it actually levitate, or yes. is it just really, like... Yes, this cat can levitate. Okay. It's over there just, like... <laughs> you know, like, when you scare a cat, and <laughs> it jumps up and, like, arches its back? Yeah. That's what happens when he needs to fly. He just, like, jumps up into that position, <laughs> and then flies away like a drone. <laughs> there goes McCavity again. Yeah. <laughs> That's how he flies. It's like seeing a drone, except for the arms of the drone are just the cat. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's McCavity. Uh, that's McCannon. Let's keep this uh, railway cat going. Let's keep this. Not to ask Mr. Mistopheles, the original conjuring cat. Conjuring cat? The greatest magicians have something to learn <laughs> from Mr. Mistopheles. Conjuring Can we pause it for a second? It started out, and Andrew would live it up, and he's like, oh, I've got this plan. He's like, oh. This cat's a carpenter. This cat's a teacher. And he's like running out of stuff. He's like, ha, this cat's a magician. <laughs> <laughs> this one can do magic. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think, Steve? <laughs> How's your into the woods doing? <laughs> Golly. Okay. We all say, oh, well, I never was there ever. A cat so This has like, a uh, like 70s written all over it. Bob for making me, not making me, but like playing 70s on set a lot growing up. He can creep through the tiniest crack. He can walk on the narrowest rail. He can pick any card from the pack. Are all these cats at a railroad? Like, what is going on? He's always deceiving you believing that he's only hunting for myself. They never say why the cat was a magician. They just say that he's a magician. Well... What I think about that is I think things are happening that the cat is clearly doing, but they never see the cat do it. So they're like, oh, that clever Mr. Mistopheles. They've talked about Mr. Mistopheles before. Cause I remember yeah, he's that. clever. Yeah. He's always getting in trouble. Not really, though. Like, I think he's just always up to something, but no one sees him do the something. Yeah. They just have like, oh... We have kittens now. Oh, <laughs> Mr. Mistopheles. <laughs> And again, we all know this cat. <laughs> do we? <laughs> are you are you saying cats as people? Or do you have like a vast knowledge of cats that you're not telling me about? I would like to plead the fifth as the answer may incriminate me. All right. That just makes you look really shady. Are, are you ready for <laughs> the greatest song in the show? Daylight. She finally hit her cue. Deja vu. Like the sun 
Deuteronomy, just before dawn, through a silence you feel you could cut with a knife, announces the cat, who can now be reborn. This is where, like, the big stuff happens. They have their, like, they get to decide who gets to live forever. I want to live forever. Sorry for that. Did you know that's a musical? What? Fame. Is that what that is? Yeah. I'm gonna live forever. Uh, I'm gonna learn how to fly. That ah. that exists in my head. It's just the <laughs> amount that I sing. <laughs> nothing more, nothing less. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Speaking of crazy, what did we just listen to? Like a very um, beautiful song. Yeah. Very famous song. Yeah. Memories. She killed it. Yeah. But I don't. I don't know. It's Thursday. We're not, we usually don't record on Thursday, but it's Thursday. And the week is almost over. Tomorrow's Friday. And I just feel like I haven't had the weekend to refresh me yet. So I, I'm kind of not absorbing this like I should. But what do you think just happened? Um. So see, I don't know if she was chosen. But I kind of get the so vibe there was like, that she was. Yeah, because they were going to reincarnate a cat at the beginning. At yes. the Angelical Ball. Yeah, to be another jellical cat. Uh, I can just think of something funny, like a ball, you know, they usually have, like, punch. Yeah. Like, where you go, you think they have, like, just a big bowl of milk that people are just, like, <laughs> dipping the ladle in and putting it in, yeah. <laughs> like little saucers. <laughs> okay. Um. So, I but, but she's talking about, like, her life, and if anyone, like, who really knows her, knows, I don't know, man. Like, I would love to break this song, like, Break the walls. I I realize why your job is so hard, Daniel. Yeah, right. I get it now because a part of me wants to break this down as a singular song. I think I could do that much better than I could explain what this song is in relation to this the This is like plot. her acceptance speech. Yeah. So she's like, oh, I, I bestowed this honor, which is nice because so I've had a really hard life. So here's my whole thing. Yeah, here's my whole story. She's like, I, I don't know if you heard me singing about this earlier, but yeah. let me tell you. Third time's the charm. <laughs> <laughs> Let's play that next song. over so all these cats are going back to their hotel rooms I like to think that this is just a high school reunion for cats <laughs> so I'm reading some lyrics please do like the ending of the song because okay. I want to make sure the the heaviness of this hits you the mystical divinity of unashamed felinity That's a good rhyme. Round the cathedral ring the vivet life to the everlasting cat. So Praise be to him <laughs> So what I think happened is they had this big party at the Angelical Ball. Yeah. 
But the venue closed down. So everybody's taking the party back to the hotel. Okay. They're going to hit up the hotel bar. That's what happened at my wedding. When the wedding ended, you went home before this. Yeah. Uh, so you didn't know, but everybody went to the hotel, and everybody went to the hotel bar, and they kind of continued the, the party. I think that's what's happening here. Okay. Um, so, are you ready? For the finale. I'm ready for your finale, Daniel. Are you ready oh, to give one? Yeah. This is for Joel. This one goes out to Joel. Kitties are lotus and lilies. No human to take their poop and put it in bags. It makes them sad because it's stinky. They don't know what to do Kitty cats need their humans And humans need their kitty cats They sure do And that's why I say this with my heart That cats and humans should really be friends my name's Daniel, and I think that cats and humans should be friends. If you don't agree with that, screw you. I I gave Andrew Lloyd Webber a lot of shit this episode, <laughs> but damn if his stuff isn't hard to sing to. <laughs> like, <laughs> maybe that I don't know if that's a knock on him or if a knock on me, but I was struggled. Those I we started out. I'll be honest with you. We started out with Rub Tig Tigger. Rum Tug Tugger. Yes, that one. And that was too hard for me to get to because I didn't know the music well enough. And it's kind of hard to like. That's a hard song too. Like yeah. Lyrically by itself. Yeah. And then we went to Memories. And I struggled with Memories too because I was like, couldn't figure out what I needed to start singing. So Andrew Lloyd Webber, complicated music. The, the way that he wrote it, the way that people sing it is tough to do. And I'll give him that. The lyrics to the songs this particular musical are batshit crazy. <laughs> <laughs> this is a lunatic on drugs writing a musical. But uh, some of the best music came around because of drugs. Man, if how we are canceled is Andrew Lloyd Webber <laughs> hearing this, because the man is still alive and kicking. If this is how we go out, this is how we go out. Yeah, he's got things to worry about. He's got a little I want to go a- out doing the thing I love. Yeah. Well, Saying that Stephen Sondheim was better. Hey, Android Lloyd Webber, if you're listening, why don't you go? Why don't you go write a musical that's not bad Cinderella? He just dropped the mic. Dropped so, it. so let's hear what the actual finale sounds like, and then we'll get into how way off uh, probably we really were. Yeah. Highway, you run. This song is called the Ad Dressing of Cats. A D comma Dressing of Cats. That's not fun, Andrew. Andrew. That's what his mother probably said. Andrew. Heard of several kinds of cat. And my opinion now is that you should need no interpreter to understand our character. You've learned enough. <laughs> is this like the cat judging me right now? It's like, hey, we did our best. We told you what we were all about, and you and you made fun of us for it. 
So we're we're putting you on the spotlight, Daniel. About our proper names, our habits and our habitat. But how do address You say here, kitty kitty. So is this just cat propaganda? The musical. It's yes. like a bunch of cats, like the neighborhood <laughs> cats. Oh, with the Lloyd Reverend's apartment. Like, so we heard you write music. Yeah. We have a bone to pick with society. <laughs> Make sure this one is teaching rats how to read. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I spend all night doing. And Rum Tug Tugger, he's the life of the party. Make sure yeah. they know that. I like to think the Ed Lloyd Webber is like, I'll do this. He's like, but you're not getting all Scott off Scott free. Because I'm creating a villain. I'm creating Mistopheles, and he's going to be a real tyrant with superpowers. <laughs> because I, not all cats are good. That's what this. That's the takeaway from but, this. But Andrew, we're not pirates. You are. If yeah, I say you are, <laughs> I don't even know what a trade is. I don't care. You live on the tracks. <laughs> <laughs> You're all homeless. We come from loving families. So cats, we yeah. start out. God, this is going to be tough or easy. Because I could take the easy way out, but I don't think I'm going to do that because that's that's not fair to people listening. So, there's... I really don't know where to start. So, there's this road, this street, on, like, Broadway where all, like, the theaters are. Right? Yeah. It's all these cats live there. Okay. And uh, each cat has a different story, and that's what we learn about all through each song and I think each cat represents like a different type of person or maybe somebody from Andrew Lillard's past and the goal of this is to teach empathy because the beginning of the songs talk about like the characteristics of it and then as you get into the song it talks about the story so like yes Mistopheles is a criminal but here's why here's why you should feel bad for him a little bit so I think Andrew Lloyd Webber's goal with this as a whole was to make us more empathetic towards our fellow human Oh, I don't know what the angelical ball has to do with this. I don't know what what creating like a new cat, like reboarding that cat has to do with anything. I don't know what like naming a cat, like a really old cat after the book of the Bible has anything to do with it. But at its core, this is a musical about empathy. This is a music about loving your neighbor, no matter who they are, what they do. Because you don't know their story, right? You don't know their story. Who lives, who dies, who tells your story. And that's Andrew our one, to, one a week Hamilton reference. You heard it here. We made it the whole season. What do you mean? Oh, there's one a week? I think so. Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, that's like my, like, I judge life off of, like, Hamilton quotes and stuff. So it's not just this. Very cool. Very cool. I feel very liberated. The mic is yeah. in my hand Oops. now. Ooh. Yeah, we now, we're both holding our bikes for yeah. those listening. Oh, I've been holding my mic since memories. Christian just now took his off. Okay, so we're, we're so on the mobile. Are you ready to hear all how way off Broadway we were, Daniel? Yeah, I'm I, here with your concept about empathy, but yeah, I'm afraid that may not have been his. Message. I gave him too much credit, as always. So do. I'm just going to read verbatim what the people say. Okay. After the overture, a tribe of cats known as the Jellicles gather on stage and describe themselves and their purpose. The cats who break the fourth wall throughout the show then notice that they're being watched by a human audience and proceed to explain how the different cats of the tribe are named. 
This is followed by a ballet solo by Victoria to signal the beginning of the Jellicle Ball. At this moment, Munkustrap. I I'm gonna massacre these names, guys. It's okay, I, Christian. I They're not real. They're not real people. It's it's Andrew Lloyd Webber's like weird mushroom dream. Like <laughs> <laughs> the show's Don't. main narrator explains that tonight the Jellicle Patriarch Old Dr- Deuteronomy. Oh, Deuteronomy. Yeah, that's tough. Um, we'll it's make, a book of the Bible. We'll make an appearance and choose one of the cats. Can I pause to for a second? Yeah. There was yeah. like there's a song to like remember the books of the Bible. And like one of the lines, like you could tell, like like, because like you know how when you like make songs about like the states, like it's it's hard because like your the lyrics are are pre-established. Yeah. So there's like one line that ends with like Deuteronomy. Like it wasn't because it like didn't fit with the rest of it, so it's just like Deuteronomy because they had to make it fit. Oh man, that's great! I I'm love so that. sorry you had to listen to that. <laughs> that's okay. I'm not gonna. Edit I'm just it so out. happy everyone else got to listen to it too. Yeah, I'm not editing it out, uh, but I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, the old patriarch will make an appearance and choose choose one of the cats to be reborn into a new life on the heavy side layer, which I can only assume is about heaven, like cat heaven. Yeah. Um. So the the first contender, the the Gumby cat, is introduced which is a tabby cat who lazes around all day but come nighttime oh, teacher cat yeah she becomes active teaching mice and cockroaches various activities to curb their naturally destructive habits just as um just as she finishes her song the music changes suddenly and rum tug tugger makes his extravagant entrance ba, in ba, front of the ba. tribe ba, ba, da, ba. He, he is very fickle and unappeasable, for he will do as he do do, and there's nothing <laughs> anyone can do about that. Christian said do-do. Then, as Rump Tug Tugger's song fades, a shabby old gray cat stumbles out wanting to be reconciled. It is Grizabella. All the cats back away from her in fear and disgust and explain her unfortunate state. Grizabella leaves and the music changes to cheerful upbeat number as Bustopher Jones, a fat cat in a coat of fastidious black, is brought to the stage. Bustopher, among the elite of the cats, and visits prestigious gentlemen clubs. That's kind of weird for a cat. Uh, suddenly, a loud crash. Gentlemen clubs. Like, yeah. Should they be gentle cat clubs, or is, is it just like a cat at a like a human strip? I think club? it's a cat at a human strip club, which is a little odd, but whatever tickles your fancy, Andrew. Suddenly, a loud crash startles the tribe, and the cats run off stage in fright. Hush, giggle sounds signal the entrance of Mungo Jerry and Rumple Teaser. A pair of near-identical cats. They just rumpled teaser. <laughs> they're mischievous, petty burglars who enjoy causing trouble around their human neighborhood. After they finish, they are caught off guard and confronted by the rest of the cats. Finally, the gel- the Jellico patriarch, old... Deuteronomy. Thank you. You're welcome. Arrived before Christian, the tribe. Sing it with me. Ready? Deuteronomy. You have to, we have to sing it from now on. Okay. I'll sing it with you. Just okay. let me know when it's coming up. Okay. He's a wide old cat who has lived many lives and tasked with choosing which Jellicle will go to the heavy side layer each year. The cats put on a play for old Deuteronomy, telling a story about two dog tribes clashing in the street and subsequently <laughs> being scared away by the great rumpus cat. 
A summary moral from old Deuteronomy is interrupted by a second loud crash, presumably from Maccavity, which sends the alarm cats scurrying. After a quick patrol for Maccavity, old Deuteronomy deems it a false alarm and summons the cat back as the main celebration begins, in which the cats sing and display their... Turpishrian powers. During the ball, Grizabella reappears and is once again shunned by the other cats. Um, While old Deuteronomy looks on sadly, she tries to dance along, but her age and decrepit condition prevent her from doing so. That's act one. So far, (laughs) what are your thoughts? I've lost. Sounds like cats are dicks. They need to be nice to the older cat. Yeah. Right? I don't know. That's my takeaway. Yeah, Um, we should be nicer to older people. You're right. So after (laughs) the Jellicoe Ball, old Deuteronomy opens Act 2 by contemplating what happiness is, referring to Grizabella. What is love? Baby, don't hurt me. Don't hurt me. No more. (laughs) However, Jimima, also known as Silelabub. Silelabub, yep. The youngest of all the Jellicles is the only one who understands whom he's singing about, knowing it must be about Grizabella. So the cats know the cats are singing? Yeah, these are Jellicle cats. You think Jellicle means like, Jellicle means like sing-song cats. She reprises the melody of her cry. Gus, short for asparagus, asparagus, <laughs> um, <laughs> shuffles uh. forward as the next cat to be introduced. He was once a famous actor, but is now old and suffers from palsy, which makes his paws shake. He is accompanied by Jelly Orum, his caretaker, who tells of his exploits. So Gus then remembers how he once played the infamous pirate captain, Growl Tiger. So the story about the, the, the pirate was a character the cat played. This is wild. <laughs> Gus tells the story about the pirate captain's romance with Lady Griddlesbone <laughs> and how Grouse Tiger once overtaken by the Siamese and forced to walk the plank to his death. Griddlesbone. That 11-minute song is making a lot more sense. Back in my day, I knew this chap named uh, Kitty Cat Griddlesbone. <laughs> Meanwhile, he back made in the, the best sawmill, sawmill gravy there ever was. Back in the present, after Gus exits, Skimbleshanks is seen sleeping in the corner. He is the cat who unofficially is in charge of the night train to Glasgow. Skimbleshanks is considered vital to the rail operations, as without him, the train can't start. Within his song, a whole steam train engine is assembled out of objects in the junkyard. So I guess this takes place in a junkyard. That's wild. There's a a show... (laughs) Called Junkyard Wars. Yeah. And we used to like, like our family was all about that show. And what would happen is that each, they would have two like team of like engineers and they would each have like each week they would say you need to build like a hovercraft or you need to build a, uh, like, like a different type of like vehicle. Out of things in the junkyard? Out of things only in the junkyard. So That's like, really two, rad. Yeah, it was really cool. Oh man. Do you think there's a musical about that? I hope so. <laughs> you want? You, can I sing this theme song for you? Yeah. Junkyard Wars. Junkyard Wars. Junkyard <laughs> Wars. <laughs> Junkyard Wars. God, he should. He deserved an Emmy. 
With a third crash in an evil laugh, the most wanted cat, <laughs> Macavity. Is that how they said that? Macavity? Sounds like Machiavelli. Wait, I'm sorry. I just need it. Mistopheles? Mistopheles? Is that what we were talking about? Is that the criminal? Macavity. <laughs> Macavity. McCafferty, the most wanted cat McCafferty appears. He is so-called the Napoleon of crime who always manages to evade the authorities. McAvee, McAvee, McAvee. Oh, God. McAvee. McAvee's henchman captured all Deuteronomy and take off with the patriarch until he kidnapped him. As Munkustrap and his troop give chase, Demeter and Bobolarina explain what they know about Machiavelli. When they're finished, uh, he returns to Sky. So the, the burglar cat re- returns his old De- 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 Deuteronomy. I'm so lost. Like he it- returns as him, um, but... He, but his cover is blown by Demeter, and he ends up in a fight with Monkey Strapped and Alonso. How Ma- are we supposed to get any of this information <laughs> from this musical Christian? How? McAvity holds his own own for a time, but the rest of the tribe begin to gang up and surround him. He shorts out the stage lights and escapes uh, in the resulting confusion. After the fight, Rum Tongue Tugger calls upon the magician... Mr. Mistopheles for help. Known as the original conjuring cat, Mr. Mistopheles can perform feats of magic that no other cat can do. He displays his magical powers in a dance solo and uses them to restore the lights back to old Deuteronomy. Now the jellical choice can be made. Are you on the edge of your seat? No. <laughs> I really am just... Before old Deuteronomy... Can make, his, can make his decision. Grizabella returns to the junkyard and he allows her to address the gathering. Her faded appearance and lonely disposition have little effect on her song memory. With acceptance and encouragement from Jemima and Victoria, her appeal succeeds and she is chosen to be the one to go to the heaviside layer and be reborn into new jellical life. A tie rises from the piles of junk, carrying Grizabella and old Deuteronomy partway towards the sky. Grizabella then completes the journey on her own. Finally, old Deuteronomy gives an address to the audience, closing the show. So the issue here is every cat has a name. The issues on the table. Sorry, finale. We got to do it big, you know. Oh, man, so every cat has a name in this. True, and we're not introduced to any of these cats. Are there any cats that don't have a name in life? Um, I once named a cat Nomine. Okay, which translates in Latin to name. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it was clever. Yeah. My Kingdom Hearts fans will enjoy that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so that was cats. Aptly named. <sighs> cats, yeah. <laughs> I think if it had any other name, I'd be disappointed. Um yeah. he's good at naming shows. Is he though? He's pretty on he's pretty on um Pretty on the money. Yeah, he he's he's on brand. Like it is what it is. Um I feel like less of a person now. <laughs> so again, I do just want to reiterate that if you enjoyed this show, don't let us make you yeah. like the show less. Um, we're, we're, it's a different situation for us than it is for you. Yeah, and after uh, after um, 
music man, I was trying to make a conscious effort not to shit on shows. And then he decided I'm going to unleash cats <laughs> on Daniel and let him kill it dead. <laughs> um, as it turns out, that was not the last time we were going to shit on a show. Um, there were... I liked Rum Tug Tugger. That song was La I think this has is more an indication of Andrew Lloyd Webber. Um, I think he, and this is something I've said before. I've said this uh, this quote on the podcast that not everything can be Phantom. Um, and that unfortunately is uh, is that thing because I don't want to upset a whole bunch of people who love Andrew Lloyd Webber. And there are so many. It's it's if you love musical theater, you love Andrew Lloyd Webber. Like that's an undeniable fact. But he wrote a bunch of different things that resonated with different people. Yes. And this was not a show that resonated with me musically. If I saw it on stage, I'm sure I would have a much different opinion. Yes. But just trying to sort this out from a purely music standpoint. The plot is wild. The plot is so now wild. that we know what the I don't know, I still don't know is. what happened. But I'm not 100 percent sure. Like, like cause the plot in its to its core is they're gonna let a cat be reincarnated. It ends up being the old cat. The thief cat steals the old cat because he wants to be resurrected instead. But he gets foiled. So then they're like, "Oh, remember that old cat? We should let that one come come back resurrected." Because clearly Who gave we missed cats we, all this power. We misjudged her. So is this a cult? Is why, this- yeah, like why does this one family of cats have this much power? There are so many cats. And why people thought that this would translate to like a two-hour movie and not be bad? I don't know, guys. I don't know. I. I, I there has to be a takeaway. There a has take-away. to be one here. Yeah. I, I don't think that it's what Andrew Lloyd Webber did, but I think this week's takeaway for me is going to be empathy. Empathy, okay. Empathize with the people around you because you don't know what they're going through. Yeah. Um, you don't know what's going on, where they've been, what they've done, what's happened to them. So just like give everybody a little bit of grace, be empathetic, and try to see it from other people's perspective. Sometimes those perspectives are dumb. Um, typically, like, on the, f- like, far right side of things. But um, don't give those people empathy. <laughs> Tucker Carlson deserves no empathy. But everybody else, Christian's over here like, I love Tucker Carlson. <laughs> I can't believe he just crossed the Tucker Carlson line. <laughs> Christian's like, life hasn't been the same since he got fired from Fox News. <laughs> He's like, <laughs> I'm just watching reruns of Tucker Carlson and crying every night, eating ice cream. May the record reflect that that is not true. Um, <laughs> not everything you hear is true. Um, Especially not on Fox And not News. everything you see is true either. And that's kind of my um, takeaway here is in the show, they judge the old cat. I'm going to need you to pipe down for a second. They judged the old cat because they thought it was frail. They thought it was dying, and they didn't want to be around that cat. Daniel's laughing very hard right now, and respectfully, it's away from the mic, so I do appreciate that. <laughs> but I have a takeaway, and I would respect it if you respected it. I expect you to respect it. I got you. I'm so sorry. I have something to say after this, but I will let you continue. Okay. Turn so, your mic off. So... All the cats were afraid of this cat, right? They were afraid of this cat because they didn't understand this cat. And this cat lived a long life. True, true, true. See um, a lot of things. 
it, it has seen a lot of things. And, and the takeaway here is we don't know what anyone else has walked through. We don't know what they're going through. And we shouldn't be quick to judge them based off soul perception because they have a whole story and they have a whole life. Yes, true. Um, and so to just give everyone a fair, a fair shot. Get, give them that. Just give them a chance yeah. to, who knows? The, these people, the, unless they're Tucker Carlson, these people who um, are in our life, we have to treasure, we have to value, because who knows? They might be in our life for a reason. Maybe it's no reason, yeah. but sometimes there is a reason, so we should give them the benefit of the doubt and just keep on loving on people, because maybe then they can get into cat heaven. Yeah, <laughs> so <laughs> that was very touching. I can feel you're touched. I, I know it's just <laughs> radiating about you. You said the words, things aren't always as they seem. And my brain immediately went to what I hoped that you would have said. I wish that you would have gone, things aren't always what they seem. For instance, those people on stage might look like cats. <laughs> <laughs> but in actuality, <laughs> that's Terrence Mann. <laughs> oh, man. Um, So... You will see us on the block party, not block party, the uh, rap party. It's a rap block party. Yeah, a, the whole community is invited. Everyone's invited. Tell tell your friends. Uh, we'll get that information up. Um, check us out on social media. On um, if you want to mind plugging those platforms real quick, Daniel. Yeah, Instagram and Twitter. Oh, Instagram and TikTok are way off Broadway Pod. Twitter is way off Broad Pod. Facebook, just Google uh, Way Off Broadway. You'll see our logo. Uh, we have a YouTube where you could check out uh, the previous uh, the previous uh, rap party. you got to see what we're in for. We'll have a little bit more structure this time. We kind of know what we're doing. But, yeah, uh, leave us a review. Uh, I said this last week. And a couple people did it, which is awesome. But if you're listening on Spotify, if you look at the page where you found this, uh, there's a star option. Just click that star and give us five stars. It's a huge help. If you're you feel it extra kind, go to Apple Podcast and give us a uh, a nice review. Uh, we'll read it on the air. So yeah, those are the ways that you can help us. Uh, we're we're working on merch once again. If there are any graphic designers out there that would like to help, uh, we would like to. Uh, to use your services. We want to help out people that are helping us out. So reach out to us uh, with any ideas and we'll, we'll take them into consideration. We'll put them on a t-shirt, put them on a sweatshirt so you guys could rock the brand. Awesome. Awesome. So we will see you when we are back. And again, pay attention yeah. to oh, this media is the season that. finale. Thank you guys so much for yeah. listening this whole season. Very uh, fun season. Very fun season. A lot of hits. And uh, speaking of hits, this next song that you're about to hear is the theme song from Junkyard Wars. Junkyard Wars. 